Hey there, folks. Welcome to Unpopular Opinions with Trevor White and Joshua Scott. That's me. Thanks for asking. And today we're going to be talking about the controversy on e-cigarettes. Do they cause death? How do they hurt the population? And what the fuck is wrong with teens and their bad parents? Trevor? Well, we're going to start off talking about um, the rising use of e-cigs among teens. And then after that, we'll work our way to the uh, reported illnesses and then the connections and the deaths of the nine people in America that have um, died, allegedly due to e-cig usage. Oh boy, three extra people died this week. Hella tight. Um, <clears throat> all right, so first I, I have an article here from the National Institution of Health um, on the rising vaping trend among teens. And according to them, in the past year, there have been 17.6% of 8th graders that have reported to be using e-cigs, and 32.3% uh, 10th graders and 37.3% 12th graders. And the most important statistic there, I think, is the uh, 12th grade, 37.3%. What are your views on that? The fact that 12th graders include 18-year-olds. So they're not uh, children. Fair point. If, if you have watched the congressional hearings or basically any of the news where they're talking about, they, they specifically reference children using e-cigs and the the rise of vaping among children and that's and a little under half of that is 12th graders 18 year olds or at least on the verge of being adults yeah yes yes and the the, the most important point there too well also i mean there are probably a few 18 year old 10th graders (laughs) oh shit but, you know (laughs) but um the, the biggest statistic is the 12th grader. That's, that's the largest usage reportage, and that's because they're 18. They're not children. Um, I mean, the law is that you can't use it in less you're 21. I mean, that's, that's not in all states, but some states We are have working it. on that. Yeah, in Indiana. Yeah, that is coming. I, all you 18-year-olds, better stock up. Yeah, and that's... That's uh, something we can probably agree on. Is that's not that that shouldn't be the case. Oh no! You can twenty. Do they rise the uh, tobacco purchasing age to twenty one, or is that eighteen? It's still eighteen. Uh, most places like Walmart or any other retail service, such as Walmart, will not serve will not sell you cigarettes unless you are at least twenty one years of age. And now they are slowly working that into other factions of retail, i.e., gas stations, convenience stores, general stores. Uh, they are working their way to pushing that, which is kind of a good thing because really only at the age of 18, what can you do? Join the army, start buying smokes, get married. Yes. Well, and it's, it's not even that. It's the fact that you are now an adult. You are considered able to be on your own, make your own decision. At the age of 16, you are considered to be able to make the conscience the conscious decision of whether you can consent to sex. Why can't you make the conscious decision at 18 on whether you want to buy nicotine products and affect your own health? Which which we just discussed you can, in Indiana at least, 
buy tobacco for now. Buy tobacco on on a, on a legal level at the age of eighteen. So why would you need to be twenty one? Can, can can in Indiana can you buy vaping products at the age of eighteen? Yes, or, you can. Okay, so in Indiana we're, we are we are good. Yeah. So this is a state by state issue on age. Um, it should be eighteen, in my opinion, in Indiana. Yeah, if they um, consider you an adult, you are responsible for your own actions. Yeah. Like you, if I spray painted a wall at the age of sixteen, I get a slap on the wrist and a fine. I do that at eighteen. Two years difference. Automatically, shit. That's more than a fine. I got to go to court, right? Because you're 18, you're you're considered to be 100 percent responsible for your actions, and and your health should be in your own hands, not the government's. I like that. I agree with that. A lot of people don't. A lot of people. Now, as a worker, previous worker in this retail business of selling e-cig and e-cig liquid and byproduct, I can tell you. I could give you lists of reasons, and I'm going to condense it into a very short list of how this does not affect people the way that it says that it affects people. Children buying e-cigarettes is no, I'm going to say it, no bueno. It's no good. If you are a parent and you have bought your child an e-cigarette in eighth grade, you are a bad parent, CPS should be called on you. Absolutely. Because your child should not be introduced to... The world of nicotine or how I'll even go as far as say caffeine. But that, it's my own personal thing. And we'll talk about that in another episode. As far as e-cigs go, a lot of the common misconceptions you hear are, well, people shouldn't be doing it because it turns to formaldehyde and embalming fluid and all this stuff. No. No. I can say safely, wholeheartedly, I'm not going to drop the name of the retail store I worked at just for legal issues and reasons, but I can assure you that there are four ingredients in this. It is propylene glycol, which is in your inhalers for all you asthmatic folk out there. Holla holla. You have your vegetable glycerin, which is they use as a binding agent. It's in most of your food. People will throw the uh, phrase, oh, it's in, uh, it's in your coolant. It's in, uh, it's in the Freon. And like, no, 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 no. I mean, sure, maybe. I don't know. I'm not a fucking scientist. I, I ain't going to pretend that I am. I'm not going to pretentiousize your ass with this. But four ingredients, propylene glycol, vegetable glycerin, nicotine, the most important one, and the controversial ingredient, food flavoring, which is in most of your food. You know, the strawberries you eat, the candied chocolates and shit. Yeah. That's what it is. That's what you're putting inside your lungs. And on top of all that, nobody is out here bastardizing Cheetos, Lay's, Pepsi-Cola, Coca-Cola, or any of them for using their artificial ingredients, their artificial flavoring. Yet here we are saying, uh, oh, well, your e-cig, what was it a couple years ago? Your e-cig could blow up in your pocket. Right. Yeah, if you didn't know what you were doing. If you were just a beginner, like, oh, I moved on from the stick battery and those two mods are really cool. Do you know how to build a coil? Do you know about ohms and wattage and all that? No, not really. Don't buy this. Don't buy it. So you don't know. Was there a point in time that the e-cigs weren't on the market in Indiana? Or uh, have they been on the market since 2007 like the rest? Uh, I didn't really even hear about e-cigs. I mean, I heard of blue and all that, like... Something you'd get from the Marble Company, right? Or something, like that. and I didn't trust that. 
when that came out, I thought, that's a gimmick. That's a fad. 2012 rolls around. Then you get places like Cool Breeze, Vapor Bank, TKO, Puff and Stuff. Just random retail stores around uh, the good city of Evansville. That started popping up around. Uh, That's whenever I joined the bandwagon. It was around uh, 2012, 2013. I started using it myself. And me, I was a -a two-pack-a-day smoker. When I was unemployed, I would find change on the streets just to go and fuel my habit of getting that next cigarette. I had to stop. When uh, personal story time, folks, I had to stop. I was working at Walmart, and I had trained myself to inhale about five cigarettes in a break. I'm not playing. I'm not making that statistic up. I would go through two packs a day for a reason. Because you needed that much nicotine. I needed that much nicotine, and I couldn't deal with the bullshit. That was my only outlet. So one day, I go off and break. I feel nauseous. I feel so gut-richingly sick. Like, I have to go home. So I go to the bathroom, and I just start coughing and coughing. And I'm getting, I can feel this mass in me, this buildup to the back of my throat, thinking, oh, this is just going to be, sorry, there's a little TMI, disgusting little loogie. No, it was blacker than that foam filter in front of your microphone. It was tar. I had coughed up a lump the size of my knuckle up to the finger or thumb nail. Yeah, that's what we'll call it. That big of a mass just sitting there looking at me in the sink. I called my cousin who had been on this vaping bandwagon for a couple of years. He loved the blue cigarettes. He'd buy all, he'd spend $100 on the individual packs, the refill cards, and the car charger and all that. And he told me about this little place called Vapor Bank. Now, Vapor Bank, if y'all don't know, is an e-cig shop that sells stick batteries, e-liquid, made in-house, good quality stuff. Well, I started using that. And a lot of people, when they start, can't seem to stick with it. They say it hurts their lungs, it hurts their chest, it makes them cough. Well, of course it's going to make you cough. You just spent the past 10 plus years of your life, or however old you are from the point you started smoking cigarettes to the point you decided to try vaping, putting dry, burnable material into your lungs. And I'm sure they have the same issue when they started smoking. Oh yeah, I can tell you for a fact, I coughed to get off. (laughs) That's that's an old stoner joke. Uh, I would cough and cough and cough, but the nicotine in it, or the other chemicals in it, really made me go back for more. I remember the night my grandma died. It's the first time I really got into smoking cigarettes. I found her pack in the freezer, and I smoked 16 back-to-back because I loved the way I felt. I loved that cool little rebellious, I'm going to smoke some sort of cigarettes. I had been dabbling on with them since I was 12, but this was my first legit pack unsmoked by a family relative and after i had 16 i wound up in the bathroom like anyone normally would you had 16 cigarettes back to back right back to back that's how stressful it is as a teenager out there folks smoking them right back to back i woke up the next morning in the bathroom on the floor vomit still in the toilet reeking of a fresh pack of smokes it was not fun and that went on until about 22. 16, I was convincing people, you should buy me smoke. Got a little sidetracked there. When I got into vaping, I was told to keep at it. If I want a cigarette, keep at it. I didn't like the way it felt. I didn't like the way, I, I liked the way it tasted. That was like the only perk to it, was the uh, blueberry pomegranate. That's what got me to stop smoking cigarettes. Blue pomegranate. 
Yeah, and that's, let's pause right there real quick, because one of the things that people are using to demonize e-cigs and say that they're targeting children is the fact that they're flavored. But I would, I, and just for context, context, I myself have never smoked a cigarette, have never used e-cigs, never touched a cigarette in my life, but I would imagine if I did smoke, that the flavor of a cigarette would not be very pleasing. And having an option of uh, smoking, or, I mean, you're not smoking it, but you know what I mean. Uh, Inhaling something else that gives the same nicotine high, if you will, feeling without having all of those other toxic ingredients that cigarettes have, plus it tastes better, I would imagine would give anyone, regardless of whether they are an adolescent or an adult, an incentive to To vape. Right. Oh, yeah. And yeah. the fact that you, you're not stuck on one flavor. No. I have, it's not like you got that brand that just happens to taste the best out of all the cigarettes. Like me, I was a Marble Man for a long time. Then I found Camels. Camel Joe could kick the Marble Man's ass. Camels are pretty good. Not advertising cigarettes. <clears throat> just saying as a personal user from back in the day, once I found out how good Camels were, I switched because it was a better tasting cigarette. The problem with that is, is it's all the same flavor. It's just packaged different. It's just a slight hint of it's richer. It's a little more robust. That that's your option. You have full flavor. You have bold, which is extreme full flavor, or menthol or light. You have full flavor, which is your reds, and they're more of a <clears throat> not as harsh as the bold, but still a. Oh, like, you could taste that cigarette. Lights, it's like half a cigarette. Ultralights, that's fucking a waste. That's just a fucking waste of money. In my personal opinion, that is air. You're a waste. You are spending, what now? Six, seven dollars for a small silver box that you don't even taste. You don't get relief. It's a fucking joke. Anytime someone personally asks me, hey, can I get a pack of the silvers, the ultralights? I just laugh to myself. I'm just like, an idiot. But like you said before, the range of flavors for e-cigs, man, I can't even put a number on it. It's vast. When I went to try to get this blueberry lemon flavor, for instance, shout out to Juice Head. Great company. Great vape. When I started using them, I went in there and asked for a lemon flavor. I had six bottles in front of me of different lemon flavors. And guess what? They all tasted different. That was magical. Could you imagine that? You go to a store and go, I would like to try this flavor today or for a week or a pay period. However long it takes you to get through that big-ass bottle of e-liquid. Options are nice, is what I'm saying. And sure, it may entice people to, uh, like kids, for instance, to want to vape. But guess what? Before e came out... They were doing... They they were were smoking smoking tobacco. They were smoking cigarettes. the same. Yeah. They were smoking the cigarettes. And if they wanted variety... Cigarellos. Cigarellos. What do they call them? Swishers? Yeah. Swishers. I have no idea what that is. Blunts. Uh, stoners oh, use it for weed, but people actually buy them for the flavor. And those people are more than likely like psychopaths, I'm pretty sure. Because if you can sit there and smoke like a six-inch tobacco-leafed rolled chemical tobacco plant. Well, are you talking about K2 stuff? No, I'm talking about just regular fucking Swisher Sweets. Okay. They got blueberry, mango, different flavors, which kids and some adults, the psychos, would get. And... I mean, I was one of them. Hell, when I was, as I said, 16, getting people to buy me smokes, I found out about flavored cigarillos. That was a game changer. I was smoking two at a time to get a different... 
different you know flavor out of it. I'd smoke strawberry, I'd smoke vanilla, and then I'd smoke the two together and get like this strawberry vanilla mix and a, a bunch of nicotine in me. Whew, I'm getting sweaty just thinking about it. But when I switched to E6, I know I got a little off topic there, but when I personally had switched, kept at it, kept vaping, got through the initial cough stage, because your lungs basically, it's like a reset. Like, oh, I just went from like paper and tobacco and fire to wet flavor. It's, de- it's delicious. When I went to that, me as a fat man, I don't run. I, lo- I would lose, I mean, just thinking about running back in those days, I would get winded. I'd be breathing hard right now. Oh, fuck, I gotta climb them stairs to get back down. Oh, fuck. No. Under E-Cigs, I can tell you the first time I ran was one of the happiest moments of my life. Because I ran for about a quarter of a mile, if that, if that. We're talking a couple hundred fucking feet, and I wasn't winded. That blew my mind. Because I didn't know what it was like to run without having, you know, chest pain or pain in the lung. Like, breathing was a... They used to make a joke about me. Like, uh, you ever watch American Dad? You know, yeah. So you remember the Russian guy that smoked cigarettes? He was making, helping Steve make that rocket for science class? Well, <clears throat> be like that. If I was having a coughing fit, if I, if I couldn't breathe, I'd just light up a cigarette. I would just make it worse by restricting the oxygen to my brain by smoking more cigarettes to get over it. Right, because, because if you can't breathe, you're, you're getting, uh, your body is experiencing a form of stress, and the nicotine is what... Calms you down. Yes, yeah. That's what I like about this. There's no initial choking. There's the calming effect. And it tastes so good. Now, a lot of people are worried about children. Children shouldn't have E6. And on that, let's go back to the the study from the National Institute of Health. Um, They asked why teens are vaping. And according to the teens, the 8th graders report that they are vaping, the majority of them, just for the flavor. Tenth graders say that they are vaping at the same level. It's about about um, nicotine and just flavoring. So there's there's a report that both that's... All right, so kids are getting a little smarter. They're doing it for the uh, nicotine. For the nicotine, yeah. And then the twelfth graders have a higher percentage saying that they're doing it for the nicotine. So that's how you separate the boys from the men. <laughs> Flavor I, versus actual stress and nicotine. I'm not sure if this study specifically is the reason why they're saying that. Because what is being said? Again, I watched the congressional hearing um, last night. It was earlier in the day, Tuesday, but anyway, it was the congressional hearing on e-cigs and this this epidemic. And they're saying that it's not making people smoke less. But the reason why they're saying that is because teens are getting hooked on nicotine at a younger age and then transitioning into tobacco, while as everyone else was hooked on tobacco and then transitioned into vaping. So they're no one's actually said that that counteracts each other. They're just dismissing the fact that people are getting away from vaping and replacing it with the statistic that children <clears throat> are, more are more likely to smoke. Now, I, I would not 
dispute the fact that kids start out smoking because of the flavor and then end up to the cigarettes. But again, like we talked about earlier, people were smoking cigarettes, kids, way before way before this. It's going to happen. I was stealing them from my great-grandma. I'd take them from her ashtray at 12. I'd pick up one of them half once she'd get the hundreds, smoke them down about halfway. And I'd pick that SOB up, and I'd, I mean, I'd just go to the bathroom. I'd go outside on the front porch and just... Right. <laughs> kids are going to do things that they're not supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, not all of them, but a good the majority, majority of them will be. And... Like you said, children should not be using them, and that is the fault of the parents if their kids are frequently using them. Yeah, if you're buying your kid an e-cig because it's the cool thing and you want to be the hit mom and dad, they should take your kid away from you. You're a bad parent. Don't care what kind of shit I get for that. You're a bad parent. You should not, just because it's a cool factor, you should not. It's like buying your kid a pack of smokes. At 13, are you going to do it? No, because that's fucking stupid. It's like giving your kid a shot of alcohol. It's like the cool parents. Like, oh, hey, it's okay, Timmy and Timmy's friends. You all can drink as long as you drink indoors and keep it safe. It's all legal, right? Like, no, you are breaking the law. You are committing a crime. It's like if I went out and bought a kid a pack of Swishers because it tasted nice to him and he wanted to get high. I'm still at fault. I'm the criminal. I'm the one breaking the law there. Henceforth, you know, license could get taken away. I could go to jail, serve community service, a bunch of dumb, boring bullshit. Because kids want what they cannot have. All the time. All the time. Not just if you're purchasing your children that, but if, if your children are doing it so frequently... Because they're not with you, as as in okay. So, most what do you mean by that? What, what I mean by that, I'm getting to that. So, so the most time spent away from the family in a, in a forgive me for using this word normal household <laughs> normal. is is school. I think the term you're looking for is nuclear, <laughs> right? <laughs> if is when they're at school, right? Then the majority of the time after that is with family. Yeah. So. It, a lot of kids that end up doing things they shouldn't be doing is because they have even less time with their family. They're not being monitored. Their family lets them do whatever they want or go wherever they want. And there may be some parents who don't condone the usage of these or other things that we're not discussing today. But the matter of the fact is you don't know what your kid is doing because you are not being a parent and monitoring your child's actions, which still makes you liable for the fact that they're doing something they shouldn't be doing, not necessarily the child. Mm -hmm. Um, But back to this, uh, they say that vaping is reversing hard-fought declines in the number of adolescents who use nicotine, which is what we just discussed. That is a quote from Dr. Uh, Dr. Richard... I don't know how to say his last name. Meech, I think, uh, who led the study at the University of Michigan. They He says that the results suggest that vaping is leading youth into nicotine use and nicotine addiction, not away from it. Okay, Right there, I think, is important, though, because he's saying that these results suggesting the vaping... He's not even talking about tobacco. He's just talking about nicotine. 
if if even if they started using these products at adolescence, after they turn eighteen, why does it matter if they're addicted to nicotine? It doesn't. It doesn't. That's that's their own problem. And I'm not going to obviously rail on the doctor because he's just doing a study, and that is a, a he's fact. He's doing his job. What he's saying is right, but on a public policy level, because that's what we're talking about here, is this this in on a government level the demonization of e-cigs and and wanting to ban them and take them off the market. This is these are the studies that they're using, and they're not talking about leading in to uh, tobacco, at least not in this study. They're just talking about nicotine addiction. And after they turn 18, that's nobody's business. I mean, I really, I would I would say, I'm not going to get going on a tangent, but I would even say, even if kids are, are becoming addicted to nicotine, that still isn't the government's problem. That's yeah. the parents' problem, and, if, and the school's problem. Not, that is an issue that can be resolved by the good parents. Right, in the community. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a community issue. Not a government issue. Exactly. But... Like, blaming e-cigs for the fact that they are flavored is... And demonizing them on that basis alone that they're for kids. What about your birthday cake vodka? Your peach snaps? Yes. Your Baileys? Your white Russians? Your delicious, delicious alcoholic drinks that you can make from whiskey and Coca-Cola? And I don't have any statistics on this uh, to back my hypothesis up right now. But I'm willing to bet that more kids report drinking than they do vaping. But yet there's more of an outrage over really teen vaping. vaping than alcohol. It's because it's been happening forever. Be, yeah. I mean, kid, teenagers are going to drink. Right. But And then, <coughs> and what would anybody say about that? They wouldn't say, get the government involved in... No, they'd they say, say, mind your business, they're at parents. my house. If the, if the, right, they're at my house. And, and, and again... Parents. I, I've, I had friends that were like, their parents were like that. Hey, yeah. you can drink. It's totally fine. And me, personally, uh, beer sucks. So if your parent is offering me a minor beer, oh, well. Beer is nah, uh, I disgusting. say me, a minor. This is me talking in past tense. I'm almost 30 now. <laughs> yeah, if you give me a beer, I'm going to drink it now. <laughs> but at 16, nope. you're like, hey, here's a beer, Josh. Why don't you have one? Relax. Sit down. Nigga, you trying to roofie me? You trying to have your way with me? That's what I. That's the vibes I get with yeah. the cool parents. Let me give anyone who is an adolescent that is listening a piece of advice: Do not drink beer. Drink whiskey. <laughs> yeah. After after you turn twenty one, of course. This oh. is just advice that I'm giving you for after you legal age to purchase alcohol. Oh, thank God you saved it with that. <laughs> All right, um, but now that we're back, we're back to the flavoring, which is the number one thing. That's the concern. They are uh, concerned I that have, children are so hooked on. Yes, I, I have a. I mean, I guess it's considered anecdotal, but I, if they would do a study on this, what I'm about to talk about right now, this is what they should be talking about, not the flavoring. The flavoring. I don't think there is an argument to be made that they're actually targeting children specifically for flavoring. I think, like no, we already not. discussed. It is a incentive for people not to smoke cigarettes and do vaping instead because of the wide range of flavors. Exactly. However, when I was at a youth home for at-risk adolescents, and a lot of them used uh, vaping products, uh, a lot of the time Juul, but I'm not going to talk about Juul specifically because I, back then, did not know much about this topic, and I don't know the actual brands of the objects they were using. But a lot of them were produced to, and made to look 
very similar to pins and USB drives, flash <clears throat> drives. So you can hide it. So you can hide them. And that, I think, is what really should be the discussion. That right there is is more of an argument to discuss the targeting towards children because they're devices that are made to look discreet and hidden. And where where do you find USB drives the most? In schools. Yeah, you find them at schools. Yeah, you find them at... Uh, you can pick up a USB from Walmart. No one's going to question you. Anywhere. Yeah. I mean, we, we use USB sure drives all the time them. at school. But... That's what they were using. And anytime we confiscated one from them, we didn't have like something similar to what you're oh, using. Yeah, this this big ass mod that you can't hide from yep. nobody. Right. Yeah. This yeah. thing like you could take someone out with that. <laughs> not a little um not a little stick pen. Three three inch stick that looks like a USB drive. And and uh, that's the issue. If if there's going to be any regulation on e cigs, in it my be about opinion. The design. Yes, it should be about the design. If every E-Sig was made to look like that one you have right there. Mm-hmm. This is the uh, the Geek Vape Aegis, for those out there listening and wondering. And, and on that, uh, another quote, and this is from Dr. Nora DiValco from the National Institute on Drug Abuse. And she says, teens are clearly attracted to the marketable technology, which I, th- I don't know what she's specifically saying there, but I imagine it's the designs. Probably, maybe she's talking about the designs that we talked about. uh, And flavorings seen in vaping devices. However, it is urgent that teens understand the possible effects of vaping on overall health, the development of the teen brain, and the potential for addiction. I imagine that they probably already know that, because in health class, you're required to learn about tobacco products, and the main focus is the nicotine. That is an addictive substance. Of course, they talk about all the other things in there that are worse for you than nicotine, but... That is one of the subjects. That is, yeah, one of the main points driven into you is that nicotine is an addictive substance, and if you use it, you'll become addicted to blah, blah, blah. Not wrong. Now, (laughs) again, I'm going to say something else that I don't have any statistics on me right now to back me up with, but I find, in my opinion, that every time a subject is introduced in schools to force children to learn about, like drugs and alcohol, or not alcohol, sorry, (laughs) that that is a drug, drugs and um, sex and things like that, is you are then exposing children who wouldn't have been exposed to those things. Without that prior knowledge, yeah. Yes. Like the D.A.R.E. program, oh my god. Yes, the D.A.R.E. program led to an increase in adolescent drug use. Yeah, they talk about how good it makes you feel, but it does, shit. I mean, hell, that's how I got on pot at 15. And and kids don't care about the effects on their body because they're kids. Yeah. Like, you think about what kids do besides drugs or whatever. What do, specifically boys, go out and do? They take risks on their health to have fun. They fight each other for fun. They jump off things, climb trees. I mean, that's not really some people. To, uh, no, uh, towers now. Yeah, ta- that's what is it called? Um, oh, I don't know. But they're parkour. Oh, parkour. parkour. Oh, shit. Skateboarding. Well, I didn't know that. Football. All these things have risks to your health. That does. It doesn't matter to them because they just want to have fun. They want to take risks. It's important for them to take risks. Yeah. But anyway, uh, that's a whole other different discussion. Um, they they don't care. And if you start talking about vaping in schools and 
demonizing it in schools and they're talking about how Yes, they're just going to want to do it more. Couldn't agree more. Oh. You know, back, back when I was in high school, when they told us about the dangers of uh, smokeless tobacco, you know, I eat dips, not all that good stuff. Do you know how many kids started buying diet root beer from the vending machines just to dump out said root beer and would just spit into their bottles because they were dipping. They knew the cost. They knew. Kids are just, you're right, they're going to do what they are told not to do. All right. Um, you want to move on to the reported links to illnesses? Yeah. Let's talk about the illnesses due to e-cigs and vaping. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, this wrap is... my mind around that. <laughs> this this is again we. I'll mention this later. This is from the uh, from Harvard. This is an article from Harvard of about recent reports that link vaping to lung disease. They say that nearly 200 e-cig users have developed severe lung disease in 22 states. However, I will point out that... Oh, oh, sorry. They actually do that in the article. Oh, okay. Yeah. They say that experts aren't sure if vaping actually caused these lung problems, um, but they believe the most likely culprit is a contaminant, not an infectious agent, Possibilities include chemical irritation or allergic or immune reactions to various chemicals or other substances in the inhaled vapors. Oh, hey, speaking of that, real quick, I met a guy while I was working in retail for this, selling e-cigs, making the e-liquid. There was a guy that came in, and his we got him to try vaping. It was something new to him. He wanted to quit smoking. Well, the problem was, this dude comes in after like a week. Seven days of vaping. And this dude went from a moderately handsome-looking dude. His lips were puffy, cracked. His face looked drained. He looked sicker than fuck. Like, he looked like he needed to be in a hospital. Turns out that man was allergic to propylene glycol. One of the main four ingredients in e-cig production. Or flavoring production, I should say. E-cig production, that's metal and all that stuff. But as far as flavoring goes... Yeah. So that being an issue, like if you have a propylene glycol uh, intolerance, I should say, you, you'll get sick. I'm not saying you'll die, but if you're coming in and you're feeling sick and you're doing it and it doesn't feel right, stop it. Don't be an idiot. Don't try to power through it. How we told that guy straight up, go to the hospital. Get out of here. What, what, his exact question was, every time I hit this, my chest feels a little tighter. Uh, it feels like my throat closes up. <clears throat> I can't taste anything, and it's hard to breathe. And one of the guy, one of the chemists that made the e-liquid, looked at him, said, uh, "Well, here's what you do: put that shit in your pocket, put it down, put it, stop hitting it, go to the hospital." And that's when he found out. He came back. He's like, "I'm allergic to propylene glycol," so I. Can I, he has to return it. That's a whole side story. No, no returns policy. Right. Piece of shit retail. Yeah. <laughs> but, but what you pointed out there is that he was allergic to an ingredient. And, yeah. and that's also what the study says right here. It says that the poss- possibilities include chemical irritation or allergic or immune reactions to various chemicals. So it is not something that affects everyone because there are certain ingredients. It's because people who don't know their allergies are, are inhaling... Sick. Something they're allergic to. Yeah. It's like the kid with a peanut allergy eating Reese's Cups. 
You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It's just so good. Why can't... Why is my tongue getting bigger? I can't agree. Oh, you're allergic to peanuts. And then just be like, oh, I'm going to do it again. Don't do it again. <clears throat> um, okay. So they say that typically symptoms have started gradually with shortness of breath and or... So this is kind of what you were talking about, people say... Uh, and or chest pain before more severe breathing difficulty led to hospital admission. The FDA, CDC, and state health officials are investigating these cases to determine the specific causes and how to prevent and treat them. Okay, so so just by looking at the Harvard article, and that's not the whole article, that's just one section of it about uh, a breakdown of the recent reports linked to the vaping lung disease. But... There's literally nothing in there. So so we're talking about banning cigs, e-cigs, before we even have any information on them because they might be linked to some health issue. Oh, like like cigarettes? Cigarettes even more <clears throat> so. We actually have evidence that cigarettes lead to a multitude of health problems. Why don't we ban those? You know, shit. The same reason why we had to unban alcohol. People are going to do it anyway? Exactly. <laughs> and it's just going to lead to people um, selling it illegally at higher prices, making profits, just like the uh, mafia did with alcohol during Prohibition. Now, the Harvard article also states that it's not clear how often vaping might lead to lung trouble or who is at higher risk. For example... Lung problems more common among vapors who already have breathing problems, such as asthma, or use marijuana. No, really, who, who would have guessed that people who have asthma may have more issues vaping than people who don't have asthma? I, I feel like if you have asthma, you might not want to vape. Or smoke. Or smoke. <clears throat> or inhale anything you shouldn't inhale. But that's... I'm not a doctor. So don't, yeah, just, don't well, none of us are me. doctors in right. this room. Does use of e cause the lung disease? We don't know. Or is an added substance such as marijuana or another contaminant that can form? And right there, what they're referencing is the, the, the study. Yeah, the study where most people who, who became ill said that the reason was due to the counterfeit THC cartridges, pods, that they were using. Which, if the only the only reason why, l- 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 let me back up real quick. As pointed out in the congressional hearing yesterday, none of the manufacturers of vaping products produce a THC cartridge, including in states where it is legal. Now, I'm I'm not sure, but I think that uh, the large a large percentage of the people who reported using the THC pods were in states that had le- has legalized marijuana for recreational use. So the THC wasn't illegal to use, but it wasn't a product that was made by a dispensary. A dispensary. If marijuana was made legal, then the dispensaries would be able to produce non-counterfeit pods that were safer were met by the guidelines of all of their other products, and if we do, which will happen, more regulations put on the industry, they'll be, they'll be safer overall. 
I mean, they're never going to be as safe as they once would be because we just want everyone to not have any health problems whatsoever, which is oh, impossible. Nice. That's a pipe dream right there. Because if everybody was healthy, we wouldn't need fucking hospitals. <laughs> And, 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 that, and they point that out right here, is that the FDA does not actively regulate e-cigs. And this is where I don't really trust the FDA on some things. Sorry to get off topic too much on this. I'll try to keep it wrapped up and nice and short. But the FDA, for example, says you're allowed to have X amount of mouse shit. Or, I'm sorry, mouse feces is the proper technical term here. You're allowed to have X amount of mouse feces per pound of food. And it's still safe to consume. Why would I trust that? Why would I trust someone saying, oh, it's cool to eat mouse poop. You can have so much before it actually affects you. Uh, I don't know. I'm sorry. Regulation is, uh, is one of those terms I don't like using. Because if you regulate things, you are trying to control the people and the population of what they can and can't do. That, that's <clears> true. But, I mean, some things do need regulation. Like, I, like I if you were talking about right. food, if they didn't regulate... Oh, we'd be Food. eating horseshit. We'd be eating horseshit. Right. The only problem with that... <laughs> I, I am going to get off topic for a minute. The only problem with that is you can't sell unpasteurized milk because it's regulated. Well, some people just want to drink unpasteurized milk. Just let them just let them drink it. Yeah, what is wrong with that? My grandma like used to like all her cooking was pasteurized milk. Or milk in a can? That's what we're talking about? That pasteurized milk in a can? All, all milk. All milk that's sold has to be pasteurized. Oh, uh, okay. You, 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 you can't, if you just milk a cow or a cow, one of the big things is I... Uh, Man, I'd like I, to I go camel, suck but, milk right out of that. Yeah, you did say camel. I was, I was going to question No, I, I think I'm right. I think, I, I think I'm remembering right. I think it's, I think it is camel milk. Um, it's not a cow, though. It's some other, other animal that supposedly has large health benefits of drinking... And unpasteurized, it's it is safe to drink. You go right to that cow. Some just... pasteurized milk. Obviously, you're not going to go up to the cow and suck its nipple. I mean, you that, don't know me. That may be a form of bestiality, which is illegal. Only if you moan. <laughs> so here are some other health risks of vaping, according to Harvard. Nicotine is highly addictive. <laughs> it can oh, affect no. the developing brain. We we already yeah, didn't do, do that, so it's not a big. That is so, old science right there. Some substances found in e-cig vapor have been linked to an increased risk of cancer. Okay. Teens who vape are more likely to begin smoking cigarettes. Show me where. That's uh, that's my neg- That's my argument. About smoking cigarettes? No, 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 no. Smoking cigarettes will cause cancer. I'm talking about the cancer caused from e-cigs. E- show, me th- show me that proof. Even if it is, so is smoking tobacco. Cigarettes. And... and a litany of other things like we we discussed uh, earlier off off mic <laughs> uh there was a study released a little while ago saying that in certain i guess certain locations tap water was linked to an increased risk of cancer so you the water you drink now is not even risk free of of cancer that's so scary. That's, that's a terrifying not, thought <laughs> right I mean, that's, as soon as you mentioned that, I was thinking straight up Flint, Michigan. Like, that was the yeah. first thing. Because yeah, it had lead in it, right? Yeah, dude, that shit was catching on fire. <clears throat> you could light a fire on that, and it would just... All while on fire. Water should not catch fire, folks. If your water is catching fire, stop drinking it. Yeah, stop. If it comes out not clear, stop fucking drinking it. Be 
Use common sense. You wouldn't drink mud out of a hole. Don't drink your water, folks. It's poison. (laughs) Okay, uh, here's what you were talking about earlier. Explosions and burns have been reported with e-cigs while recharging devices due to defective batteries. I still don't think that that is an excuse to ban, even if it was due to causes that weren't related to ignorance of how the device worked. Do you not remember that uh, string of when, I think it was Samsung phones that were blowing up? Oh yeah, Samsung's still around. Did we did we ban Samsung, Samsung cell phones? No, we no. just told people to upgrade. <laughs> You'll be offered a free phone. If, did yours blow up in your lap? Did you shatter your femur from the explosion of using it while you were laying in bed? Well, that's alright. Samsung can give you a new phone. Uh, oh man. That's just that's ridiculous. Uh, they also say accidental exposure to liquid from e-cigs has caused acute nicotine poisoning in children and adults. I don't know anything about well, that. Well, nicotine poisoning, as far as that's concerned, is you too much of a substance. When you get this e-liquid on your hands and it's in a high concentrate of nicotine, wash that off. Because what you're doing is your body is absorbing that nicotine. It doesn't matter if you're actually vaping it, or you dab some on your hands like lotion and rub it in real fucking good like that. You're getting nicotine inside of you. That's how kids are getting nicotine poisoned. You're giving them too much of that substance. Hell, I once succumbed to nicotine poisoning. I didn't die, obviously. I'm here talking to you in the flesh. Or is he? Or am I? I'm a ghost. But <laughs> I got it on my hands, and the signs, I mean, they're pretty normal i guess uh you get really hot you start sweating you your body is trying to push this out of your system because it's not good for you and i can tell you uh 20 minutes of not hell not quite hell but it sure as fuck wasn't pleasant 20 minutes i'm sitting there just shaking like i got it on my pants it seeped through my pants it got in my leg so i had to go to the bathroom wash my leg off Take the pants, wash them as much as, as best as I could, and then <clears throat> luckily I didn't get sick. Luckily I didn't throw up. God knows I wanted to. But yeah, that's that's the same with anything. You know, like um, if you drink too much alcohol, you succumb to alcohol poisoning. If you smoke too many cigarettes, nicotine poisoning. Yeah, the, the, the accidental exposure thing to, to children specifically. Now, what what... what... But when, when you say children, when I say children, what I'm thinking about is young children, not, not adolescents. So if if young children are getting exposed directly, like skin exposure to uh, the liquid for e-cigs, that means you're being irresponsible by leaving that out where a child can get it. Yeah. Same same thing with alcohol and guns and, or whatever can harm anyone. The next thing also is not really something that needs to be... Discussed because it's I think it's pretty obvious because you're using nicotine, but mm-hmm. vaping during pregnancy can harm developing fetuses. Yes, and that study has been proven that uh, women, oh, uh, well, obviously it's just women because yeah, I sure as fuck can't get pregnant. <laughs> well, but, they they, they uh, I think they actually did either did or they tried to pass uh, abortion rights for transgender women who <laughs> who don't. Have vaginas and can't ov- give birth. They don't have ovaries. They can't give birth. It's a simple fact of life, folks. You a tranny? Sorry, you can't get preggers. Yeah, no, I have no hate for transgender. Yeah, no, no people. hate, no hate. 
Except yeah. ones that try to force pronouns on you and all that, but that is Hymns, totally. Oh, we will. Fa- we will have one terms. of them. My, fa- my favorite is Z and Dur, which well, I, is which was like one that happened in a college. Okay, <laughs> I, I remember that. That's a topic for another day. Yes, it is but, a topic uh, for another my, day. My play on the term is sorry if this offends anybody is uh, Herms and Smims and all that. It's like it's great. You want me to call you she? Or you want me to call you they? No. Nah. The, the, the best one, this will be the last thing, we'll get back on topic. The best one was, uh, I can't remember which college it was, but some college put out a thing that were like, write down your preferred pronoun so we can know that. And some, somebody wrote, your majesty. <laughs> you know what, I, 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 gotta, I gotta side with that guy or girl. Uh, I would love to be called your majesty. Yes. I think everybody would. And if the, if, if the professors and faculty and staff did not refer to that individual as your majesty... Shame on you. Shame. Big shame. All right, back to e-cigs, mm-hmm. which have pretty much nothing to do with what we were talking about. Nothing to about. do with how we got off chopping there. They, they, they straight up say at the, at the end of that section, uh, vaping, how vaping affects our overall health is uncertain. So, we, so nobody knows. No one knows. Why are we having a discussion about banning a product that we don't know has don't any negative effects? Yeah. We... All right, and and then and if we're gonna ban e-cigs because they taste good, square up, ban cigarettes. <clears throat> That's and, all I can say. See how that goes. You know what happens if they do ban e-cigs? People are going to produce them anyway, and they're going to be sold on the black market, and they're going to be a lot less safe than they are now. Oh, that's your boy. That was my plan. Twenty nineteen. <laughs> now, now, I want to talk about the benefits according according to Harvard? What about the benefits of vaping? They say, in addition to whatever enjoyment vaping brings, some evidence suggests vaping helps some people stop smoking. However, how it compares to a nicotine patch or other methods of smoking cessation is not clear. So far, the FDA has not approved vaping as a method of smoking cessation, and many smokers who vape continue to use both cigarettes and e-cigs. This is another area where I'm going to go back to the congressional hearing yesterday because... They talked about the continuing use of both SIGs and e-SIGs, and they said that if a... I shouldn't say they, because it wasn't everyone, but at least one Congress member mentioned that it doesn't matter if you stop smoking less, you haven't stopped smoking. Yeah, you're still smoking. Yes, but you're still smoking less. So it is it is at least reducing the amount of tobacco which is more harmful i mean if someone's smoking two packs a day compared to someone who's smoking five cigarettes a day the person who's smoking five cigarettes a day is going to be at least somewhat healthier than the person smoking two packs oh yeah probably by a lot yeah but that's what they they said there and the cdc's position is that e-cigarettes have the potential to benefit adult smokers who are not pregnant if used as a complete substitute for regular cigarettes and other well that also a given too of course that vaping is going to be better for, I mean, you still shouldn't do it, but it's going to be better for people who are pregnant, women who are pregnant than smoking, because it has less harmful side effects. Ingredients. I mean, we're talking about yeah. cigarettes, tar, <clears throat> whatever the other... I'm oh, man, there's over 40,000 different car- all the carcinogens. carcinogens. Yeah. It's, it's almost as bad as smoking crack when you're pregnant. Jeez. Almost. I mean, they actually didn't list very many. <laughs> they really didn't give any benefits. 
But one benefit I want to talk about that I know absolutely no one is talking about is cost. So, as someone, yourself, who who was a tobacco smoker and now a vapor, Mm -hmm. which cost you more? Oh, cigarettes, definitely. Even back when they were five bucks a pack and you're buying two a day at a seven-day week, I'm spending about, let's see, let's average it out, say it's about 10 to $12 for the two packs of smokes with tax. Uh, beautiful, beautiful state tax. And, and, and that lasts you just one day? Yeah. Yeah, that two packs would last me a day. 40 cigarettes, 24 hours, they would be gone. I'd have to go buy a new pack and start the cycle all over again. So we're looking about 10 12 bucks a day, seven days a week. We're looking about $84 a week. Versus this bottle right here, 100 milliliters. I bought that. I have been vaping on it pretty excessively. It's delicious. Like, I cannot get over how good this is. Uh, I have used about 60 milliliters of it, give or take. Uh, about two weeks. Is uh, I'm spending 30 some odd dollars every two weeks. So I'm saving myself an average of let's see, 50 on the week plus the 80, uh, $130 in two weeks. I want you to think about that. I think that's pretty important, especially, especially, because they like to talk about people in poverty and, and minority groups because minority groups are are a much larger percentage uh, disproportionately in poverty. A lot of them are smokers. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, a lot of poor people smoke. They'd be saving money if they would just switch to vaping. Exactly. That's where I was getting, is, is regardless of the health issues... Not to mention the fact that you're still going to be better off vaping than you are smoking. smoking. I mean, it's been on the market since 2007, and there's only been 200. I hope I'm getting this number right because it's it is uh, pretty vague on the, off the page. But it was like 220, I think, illnesses reported uh, from vapors, lung lung illnesses specifically. And that could have been because they were allergic to something. Well, I guarantee if you look up how many people who smoke cigarettes, there's a lot more illnesses due to cigarettes reported than, than vaping. Oh, yeah. say, say on average, if two, if 200 every year died from vaping, and that's a big fucking if. If, two, if 200 people die from vaping every year from, again, vaping, uh, what was that truth used to tell us over... 1,600 people die a year from cigarettes. Just cigarettes, just alone. That tobacco product here killed has killed eight times the amount than a regular e-cig would. And you know, <clears throat> we could place the blame on just the e-cigs. Probably, it's probably more than that. Because, oh, I mean, there, there's only been nine reported deaths. And yet they're calling this an epidemic. Nine, Nine reported deaths. You know how many people died from sharks Na- Nationwide. Year? Nationwide. More people die from shark attacks than they have died from e-cig-related yes. deaths. While it, while it may be an issue, and the issue is because of people using the THC cartridges and there not being regulation on the ingredients that are to be used and all that. There should only be one. It should be marijuana. It should be THC. A little CBD added in there to really give you that calm effect. But 
See, that is also kind of a different topic because THC and nicotine, two very different drugs, two different co- chemical compounds. One makes you feel euphoric, sluggish, lethargic. The other one hypes your mind up, sights you up, gets you thinking. I'm going to leave it you, the uh, audience, to figure out which two I'm talking about there. Which one puts you on the couch and which one keeps you perky? I'm going to tell you this much. I don't sink into the couch when I'm sitting there vaping on an easy. <laughs> but, but back to the point, the, the bottom line is vaping saves you a lot, lot of money. A lot of turmoil, a lot of money. It's financially, it's just better. I yeah. mean... Most people complain about the price of the cost of the startup of an e-cig. Yeah, if you get a big flashy mod like this, I got lucky. This was given to me. Uh, if you go out and buy, but back in the day, not even two years ago, you spend $100 on the device itself, another 30 on the tank, $12 each for the batteries. That's, I mean, that right there, the initial setup could cost about 100 bucks or 200 bucks, depending on how big and bad you want your thing to be. Uh, right there, I mean, after you spend that initial $200, it's $30 for a bottle of e-liquid that could roughly last you two weeks. And if you're just getting into it, it could last you a hell of a lot longer. You'd still be saving on average. And again, I'm going back to a couple of years ago uh, when cigarettes were cheaper. You would be saving, let's see, 160, 160, you, you spend the initial 320 that's every month for cigarettes. Well, you just spent that 320 on the first month alone for your e-cigarette, and it's 30 bucks every couple of weeks for another bottle, or $5 for a coil if it goes bad. And that's just if you're probably using the vape very frequently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So on average, they say the coil should last anywhere between five days to roughly two weeks, so five to ten days. Me, uh, it really depends on what I get, but I can make a coil last two weeks. Some come, since they come from China, boo China, right? Oh, unpopular opinion. Uh, <laughs> there is no uh, quality control over there. So, of course, you're going to get a couple bad coils. Like one that goes bad in a couple of hours or a couple of days. I had a coil last me, I, I shit you not, damn near a month. Over three weeks, I had that same coil. That, perfect. That was beautiful. The one I put in, same pack, when I put in right after that, fuck, went out in two days. Quality control. It's a big issue. Yeah, but, but still, overall, cheaper than cigarettes. And and not as damaging to your health. Oh, yeah. My lungs feel great, so, if any of you are out there listening. And an important <clears throat> factor in your overall health happens to be your... Uh, economic level. Mm-hmm. The more money you have, the more money you can use to be able to tend to your health problems, go to the hospital, wow. see a doctor when you need to. And you're more so. likely to get treatment for, uh, well, I mean, they, they, how I had a doctor try to tell me vaping was just as bad as uh, right, regular cigarettes. I laughed at it. Straight up laughed at my doctor. I haven't gone back to that, that hospital. St. Vincent's, if y'all are wondering. Terrible place. If you want to die, that's where you go. Uh, not endorsed by Deaconess, just saying, if you got the option, go to the better one. Get the D. Uh, she tried to tell me that vaping was just as bad. And I, I mean, I, I told her, I was like, you're, you're lying. Like, 
you can't really believe that. That's like the same old doctors that used to say, oh, well, marijuana is a gateway drug to heroin. No, it's not. It's a gateway drug to snacks. While you're speaking, I I flipped to the last article from NBC News, which is uh, specifically about the deaths. Uh, The the title of the article is Second Vaping-Related Death in Kansas Brings National Death Toll to Nine. And according to them, the CDC says 530 have now fallen ill in the U.S. from a severe respiratory illness linked to vaping. I don't believe it. Show me the proof. Now, I want to talk about the patient. The patient... Was a Kansas resident who was a man over the age of 50 who had underlying health conditions, according to a statement from the Kansas governor's office announcing the death. Well, so he already had health-related issues before he even tried vaping. Yeah, and and there's there's no assurance that the I mean I imagine that depending on what his underlying health issues were, the vaping probably didn't help that. Mm-hmm. But it also didn't help his... It didn't progress that. It yeah, didn't, it didn't push him forward I mean, dying. I mean, you can't say it didn't progress it. But, I mean, regardless, we we know it doesn't matter because it's not, it's not, the, government's, it's not the government's job to worry about that. But they, they say patients have experienced coughing, fever, trouble breathing, chest pain, vomiting, diarrhea, general fatigue. Some have needed to be hospitalized in intensive care units and placed on ventilators. And, again, I don't have stats here... I don't even know if they exist, but I would imagine that at least a, a at least a good number of the ones that have been had to place on ventilators are probably people that have had allergic reactions or have underlying conditions such as asthma. And there you might be right, because as we said earlier about that guy with the propylene glycol, uh, he was allergic to it. I mean, my uncle, he went through the same thing. I, I completely spaced this out. For years, uh, he tried vaping to get off smokeless tobacco. He was big into dip. He still kind of is. But he tried vaping while well, over in Germany. And I don't know what them Germans put in their uh, their bottles of e-liquid, but he had similar side effects. Diarrhea, nausea. Uh, his throat actually closed up at one point. He was Luckily, he was already in the hospital. He had already undergone some surgery, so he shouldn't have been vaping to begin with. You're at a hospital. Be respective. But, I digress. He complained about that. The doctors uh, put a ventilator down down in his throat. Got his lungs working again. He was fine. Clocked out. Checked out. Two days later, he was completely fine. And he was like, hey, vaping's not for me. It's simple as that. Right. If if your body cannot handle it, if you should not be doing it because you find out you are allergic to some of the substances in here, don't fucking do it. Key, key lesson. Choose your products wisely. Yeah. Don't buy from the Philippines. Don't buy... If you're going to buy overseas, UK. Say UK buy from a licensed professional distributor. distributor. Yep. That's as simple as it gets. Don't go down the street to fucking Craig's house and buy his batch of e-liquid. Fuck him. You don't know what he put in that. No, 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 you don't. All right. Here's an important, uh, important thing here, because because we've been talking about children and adolescents and uh, teenagers, all the words they want to use. 
Bro, you meant to tell me that a child died? No, 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 no. Uh, according to this NBC News article, the majority, well, it's not according to them, but they're reporting it from the source. I just, uh, I can't click on the source right now. But um, forever this source says that the majority of patients are between the ages of 18 and 34. Oh, which so. means that it is not a health epidemic for children. No, that's adults. 18 to 34, that's one fucked up kid. Yes, those are adults who decided to make decisions about their own health, which they have the right to do. Yeah. Now, the the last thing I want to mention here, and then we, we've gone through all of the articles and, and studies, is that... Sorry, where is it at? Um, the FDA proposed a rule that would permit companies to sell e-cigarettes only after they have shown the products would serve the public health. So right there, we have a statement from a federal agency that you're not allowed to sell products unless you can prove that they help the public health. Well, then why the fuck does Gwyneth Paltrow have her goop line? That's rocks, dude. It's fucking rocks. It's, I think love was one of the ingredients. I shit you not. $215 for a bottle about the size of that. A little glass bottle with a little bit of copper in it. A little bit of zinc. A little bit of this and that. Some other fucking precious stones. And love. How the fuck she charged me $215 for a bottle of love? For it to ward off psychic vampires. That's real. Why does she get off where, psychic where, vampires? Psychic vampires. So, like, where was where? where do, do you have any idea where this was sold? This is on. This is. I mean, it's based, it's online. Uh, it's a real product. It's a real fucking product. You can actually buy. Gwen Paltrow endorses this product. It's her line. Okay, is this an American produced? Yeah, this is Gwen fucking Paltrow. The reason why I'm asking you is because of the uh, psychic vampires. Because well, it sounds Romanian as fuck, doesn't it? No, 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 no. There, there is a. I can't. I, I hope I'm getting the country right, but I'm pretty sure it's an African country where just a couple of years ago there were stories about how the uh, local people in at least one of the cities or a couple of cities in this area were killing tourists because people were going around saying they were psychic vampires using specifically doctors. I know none of you can see this right now, but I'm just... I'm just so, nodding my head. Now that's I'm just fucked. I'm just curious if that somehow that product was targeted to people in that area because those people in that area don't have two hundred fifteen dollars to spend on a bottle that big. That's, for, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that, that's true. Better off just killing the tourists. Yeah, I don't even know why I said that. No, but you you raised a good point. I just you raised that was a odd good point because because of the spe- the specific this specifics. Yes, the specific. Reference to psychic vampires was just wow. <laughs> All right, um, so so that's that's the last thing I wanted to bring up was was the fact because this whole time we both agreed we both mentioned that the government, especially the federal government, should not be making people's individual decisions, decisions on their health, their business. And right here we have a statement. That says that a federal agency is saying that they will only permit companies to sell e-cigarettes 
after they've shown the product will serve public health. We do not have to put products on the line that have... Obviously, we don't, because we have cigarettes. We have alcohol. We have cigarellos. We have... In some potato some chips. states, we have fast potato food. chips. Yes, fast food, preserved foods that are pumped full of preservatives that make you unhealthy, food make that you makes you fat. And and I'm not I'm not uh, you know shitting on those products. Mm-mm, you delicious. make the decision to eat them. Mm-hmm. You make the decision to ingest what you want to ingest, and and because that's your right. Yes, that is your right. And I don't see how if alcohol is not illegal. Also, actually, let's talk about one more one more thing before we we close here. Is is this twenty the twenty one rule again? I mean, I think this this is just is a state decision. It's not a federal decision. It is state by state, and we live in a state where luckily people aren't idiots and keep the age at eighteen, which uh, except alcohol. And and I would like to see Indiana roll alcohol back to twenty one. Be eighteen. I'm sorry, yeah, I'm in 18. Uh, because it's, it's. I mean, it's the same thing. You're 18, you you are able to make the decision on whether you want to risk your... Because the whole point of why alcohol, you can't drink at 21, is because of the benefits yeah. of the developing brain and blah, 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 which is... Which you would still demol- diminish with cigarettes, nicotine... Right, pot. like the lungs. We do, The whole reason the brain of the lungs is that your lungs are still developing, I think until they said age 26... Uh, but you can buy tobacco and use tobacco, smoke tobacco at 18. So what is, what does it matter? You're 18. You, you make the decision on how you want to affect your health with what products you buy and what you want to ingest. And that's the thing. Whenever you're 18, you can make that decision. You are able to make that decision, which I've been trying to stress since the beginning. Once you are an adult, you can do that. They shouldn't be the statistic for kids, especially when it's just eighth graders trying to look cool. If we don't understand something, banning it is not the solution. It's not going to solve anything. And like we joked about earlier, the black market is a thing and people will just continue to buy off of that. So instead of telling us what we can and can't do with a product that we don't understand, maybe we should take a moment, sit back and reevaluate who we let tell us what to do with ourselves once you're an adult.